morning. Fucking hell, what a terrible start. That shows you that I'm not on the ball and that I'm overworked. But, nevertheless, promised you a Q&A. And I'm going to give you a fucking Q&A. Um, I'm just triple checking that it's on. Oh, I've got a load of messages coming in right now. That's really useful. So, good afternoon. <clears throat> Hope you're having a swell Thursday. Um, as always, oh, let me close this as well. As always, I want to know if you're watching live. Do me a half second favor and click like if you're watching live. And if you're watching on the replay, please comment replay. And if you listen to anything <clears throat> or anything you thought was good or useless, just let me know below because uh, I want the feedback from you guys. Uh, these questions are from you guys, but uh, but I still want to hear what you guys in the group think. Anyway, I'm just going to rattle them down. If you remember, I was meant to do this this exact q and I've added a few more topics. Q&A about two weeks ago, and then on a Thursday, I was just mega fucked. So I think I just bailed on you. Um, no one sent me angry messages, so I guess it was uh, A-OK. -okay. But uh, let's jump in. And again, this is not fresh in my head because I wrote the first four, first five a week ago. So it's not fresh in my head. I don't have a million answers for this prepped. I haven't fucking been researching and reading scholarly articles before. This is just off the cuff. So game day food. This is going to be a real vague answer. It depends. It depends. Um, a lot of people think the, the, the food they eat the meal before a workout or a game is the thing that fuels you. No, that, that's like not even digested. Um, the food from the last 24 hours is what fuels you. Um, and, and especially for a game, if you've got a game at 1pm on a Saturday, from the, the yesterday's, even lunch, but definitely dinner, would be probably one of the main things that fuels you. The, the, the last night's dinner and the breakfast. So obviously... What you need for rugby is a lot of carbohydrates, um, and it's kind of this, this is vague, vague answers, but kind of whatever kind of carbohydrate source you like to eat a lot of, because um, it could be pastas. Yes, pastas are refined and manufactured, and for, for a general rule, I, I, I'm not so for it because it's obviously heavy carb and stuff. But for a dinner before, it might be pretty good to stock up on those carbs. Um, pretty much. Any protein source is good. You don't need to go crazy because you're not going to use that on the next day, but we like eating with some meat usually. Um, and the morning of, the breakfast, depending on the timing, like if it's a one o'clock game and you can eat almost as big as you want at maybe like eight or nine in the morning, that could be the same thing. Porridge is actually a very low calorie uh, thing. So if you have having plain porridge in the morning, it's probably not too many calories. It could only be like two or 300 calories. Um, so you might want to get some fruit in there, some, some syrups, some Nutella or peanut butter to get the, get the calories up. Um, and then the lunch is kind of whatever you like before a game. It's something, usually something small. Actually, if you're starting at one, I mean, the last meal meal has to be at 11. So, and if you ate at one, if you ate at eight, and then your only option is at 11, maybe a snack, maybe a sandwich or something. Uh, when you've got a game, you're about to smash into people for 80 minutes. So being the most key, clean, super clean, grilled veg, boiled broccoli type of day is not essential. You want to get a lot of good stuff in because that's going to keep you energized and keep you concentrating and keep you injury free, which is important for the for the long term. 
Um, so it kind of depends. You have to do a bit of trial and error. But the night before dinner, big carby meal. Um, the morning of, big carby meal. And then just plan the next meal from when your kickoff is. Uh, I had quite a challenge from the sevens tournaments, trying to make sure the guys aren't full, but are fueled for like a whole weekend. That was quite fun to try and research and go through in the summer. Anyway, next one, tackling your mindset. And that kind of is like touched upon and people might think it's mental health and people might think it's confidence, but mindset is just basically how you approach things. And one and one easy one which comes up a lot is booze and drinking at the Winkins. And a lot of people's mentality um, is just after Friday work, I like to drink and I go drink all weekend. And that's what I like to do. That's what me and my pals do. That's what they do. They're in the mindset of that's what they do on the weekend. Um, most people that drink a lot over the weekend are not in the healthiest version that they could be. Um, and it's not a, well, it is just a mindset change of changing that from I'm gonna go out once a week and I'm not gonna just be so tanked that I'm sick every single weekend. And it's changing your mindset to having one meal out. Or some people, when I talk to them, they're in the habit. I have I have biscuits on the sofa every night. That's just me. That that's me. I have biscuits every night, and and that's what I've done for ten years. It's just what I do with the family. And they're in the current mindset that that's what they do. And it might take a few weeks or so, but they, they if they're having a pack of biscuits, I mean, I don't even know biscuit calories off by heart because I I barely used to snack on them. But if you were having a pack of McVitties, a big bastard, then um. I don't know what number, easily a thousand calories in nibbles. And you need to be out of that mindset to uh, to be doing that. Another mindset is time. I haven't got time, uh, which a lot of you busy dads, it is a struggle to squeeze in um, a gym sesh, but I've already explained that many times that gym sesh isn't, isn't important. If you can find 25, 30 minutes, three or four days in your work days, and then the weekend you can have some longer exercise sessions then that is fine a lot of guys it's more the timing and the tiredness so a lot of the guys on my plans they have to train at awkward times because that's the only possibility they have one guy paul who's do, currently doing my 28 day challenge um he has to get up at five to get the workouts because i think he he is a finance consultant and he runs about 15 restaurants on the side so he's just crazy busy and he's got two kids and that's the only time he has a lot of the other guys uh, obviously, when you come home from work at five or six, you want to spend those one or two hours with the little ones. And then when you put the little ones to bed, you are quite tired at eight, nine o'clock. And all you want to do is just sit and watch the next episode of whatever's coming up. But that's the time you got. And you want to use that for 30 minutes. All the guys tell me, when they tell me that they're really close to skipping it and they really wanted to not do it that day, when you do a workout like that, it's not just the your body feeling better it's 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 knowing in yourself that you're getting through that old mindset of having no time and you're getting in time um again i don't like to use my example because what i do and did and eat is is completely different to you guys but just my my mindset from when i was a teenager is just that exercise and eating healthy is normal like you should be doing that oh just hit my thing you should be doing that. And that is that is my mindset. You should be exercising pretty much every day and eating healthy is normal. You should be cooking meals. You should be drinking lots of water. Um, that's that, that's That swerves. It might blip a little bit over the last 29 years. Um, but that's my general mindset. And it might take me a while, a lot to get out of that. But I doubt anyone's going to convince me that 
any other way is better. Anyway, I've done that my example. So that's my mindset. And if your mindset is, oh, I have a kebab four times a week and, you know, I can't say no to the boys. That's your current mindset. And changing that is going to be more useful than downloading a free online plan, learning about going keto and any other bullshit short, short term thing. Cool. That's a good answer, I think. Next one. Eating whilst away for work. I kind of feel like I covered this. Maybe I maybe I said this to a person. I think I sent this a voice note to the guy who asked me this. Uh, so this is an example of someone who lives wherever he lives and he's in, in a London suburb for, for five days for work. Um, and if you're in a suburb, maybe you don't have a kitchen in your apartment or your hotel, but there's always healthy food to have. I feel a lot of the guys, when they're talking to me and they say they work away, they, they use that, they use that up, they use the company car, they go out every night because they can, and they, and they eat all these lavish foods because they can, because it's free. Um, but the choice is there to not drink five pints Monday to Friday, and the choice is there to go to, I can't bloody get an example, to go to a kebab house and have a donna off the side and four, kebab, four pita breads and, and chips in there, or you can have a chicken sheesh. I use this example in my 20 day challenge. Or a curry house. You can get a creamy, saucy, cheesy, I don't even know curries, nuns and all that jazz. Or you can get a grilled meat or fish with spices and some rice or grilled veg. That is a-okay. Yes, there's some oil. Yes, there's some salt and stuff in there, but that's a lot better than going, oh, I'll have a chicken tikka masala with four bargies and all that kind of shit. So there's all, if you're in that London suburb, or if you're in a suburb, fucking go on Google, there's gonna to be tons of options. And it might only be one or two options per restaurant of, of place that you that it's a healthy meal, but, um, but they are there. And then the other example is some of the guys on my challenge, they, they work on the road and they're sales reps and they might be driving home at nine o'clock and in the petrol station there's, a, there's nothing there for them. And I, and I was trying to think, I was like, yeah, there is nothing there. And so the best thing for them to do, this is probably also mindset change, is get in the habit of always prepping, always have something in the car, always prep ahead in the week, try and do a weekly shop on the Sunday so you're not running around at 9 p.m. Um, and I know everyone's work changes and you might not know when you finish, but it's uh, best to prepare than be left in the dark and end up at a bloody... BP petrol station and have a meal deal on a coke at 9pm which is going to do nothing for you absolutely nothing um, eating whilst away for work well there was another topic I was going to have on that hmm something else oh that was the other example the same guys I was, I was talking to them in any Sainsbury's local Tesco local little shop that's a supermarket I know not a news agents will have it but a supermarket mini there's always a sandwich counter. And on that sandwich counter, there's always the cooked meats part. There's always mini salad parts, but you just have to make the choice from going from meal deal to just a little bit to the side and having that kind of meat and salad as dinner. You don't need meat. You can have beans and stuff if you don't fancy that. I've got a few vegetarians contacted me the last month. Um, that could be another topic. Another topic for discussion. <laughs> uh, training after surgery. Uh, another vague answer, I believe it depends, depends on a lot of things. Um, what's the surgery? What's the recovery? How much does it impact you? Can you work? 
how much progress have you seen in the last however long you've been training um, I told you I don't prep for these there's probably a million other things that are important uh, but basically it depends if uh, let's talk about the gentleman who I'm actually talking to he had mini surgery on his foot and then he um, gladly said look I can do everything upper body so let's just do some upper body stuff and I'll stick to the food. I was like, fucking spot on. That's a great example. Let's say that the, the, the few days after surgery, it can be draining. It can be, you might be on crutches. It might be very different to your life before. And a few days off, I think is a-okay for the bigger picture. But with it, within the week, you can be doing stuff. Again, I don't like using my examples because I'm a freak. But when I had my knee surgery, I think I might have one day of doing nothing. And the next day, I would put my crutches down and do chin-ups for half an hour so um, it's possible it's just up to motivation now something else this same human same human sounds really weird same person is having a, a, a major surgery going under uh, and very major surgery I'm not going to go into detail um, I did some research on it then I spoke to a friend who's done that itself and um, I had to manage their expectations. And they were like, yeah, I'm going to be doing stuff from week two. I'm not going to stop, not going to slow down. And again, as you guys know, I like to think about the bigger picture and recovering from major surgery so that it's perfect so you don't injure yourself, so you don't get infected, so you don't do something and fall and hit the scab and all that kind of shit can go wrong. In the bigger picture, resting for a bit longer is going to be better for you, in my opinion. Other people might disagree. I don't really give a fuck. Um, so that's what I said to this guy let's just take it easy why don't we plan to do nothing for two weeks absolutely nothing I think it's important to uh, when you're going through a big change like that to, 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 to sort of give in to some cravings like if you're on the recovery table and they hand you one of their little meals and there's an ice cream and you go I'm not having ice cream actually I'm on a fitness program like it's probably going to do you more damage than good I'm really fiddling with these pens I was on a call earlier I don't know why I'm doing that Maybe because I'm a bit distracted. It's helping me though. Hmm. That's interesting. So yeah, depends on the surgery, depends on your rehab, depends on how keen you are to get back involved, really. Next one, training with DOMS, which is the delayed onset of muscle soreness. Now, I have my own views from my personal experience, from my personal training clients in person, from my online coaching guys, from my rugby teams now. Soreness comes when you have done something new, new volume, new exercises, new intensity that you've not done before. Um, and the soreness is just a reaction. There's a few, um, I've, I've started this sentence and I can't even finish it. I was trying to give you the scientific explanation, but there's like three theories and I'm not convinced. Basically, the soreness is not the muscles having been torn. The soreness is, oh, I can't even answer that bloody question. That's useful. But it's not the muscles being torn and they're not weaker when they are sore. There's just pain in those muscles. Um, so let's say you, let's say you, uh, let's say it's just normal training day. Let's say on a Wednesday night, you did a gym session, some power stuff, some leg stuff, some jumping, some squats, whatever. And then Thursday night, you were uber mega sore. Like you were like walking, like hobbling, like holy fuck, what's going on? And you had the option of, shall I not go? Because it's going to injure me, rugby training that is. Or shall I go and see what happens? Um, you won't get injured from the pain you may get injured from changing the way you're moving because you're in pain, but being sore is not gonna mean like 
is going to rip even more. Some people ask me that. Often after a warm-up, it might get rid of 50, 60, 70% of the pain because, to use a cheesy term, it would flush out and get some fresh blood in there and get you moving around. And basically, you're probably concentrating on that. It might be more of a mental pain than anything. I thought my clock was counting down then, but it's good. It's going the right way. Um, so when you warm up, it's normally okay. And usually, you can get through a session. It's all right. Tell the coach. Tell the person you're probably not going to sprint full pelt. Or if there's full contact, you might sit out or at least tell the boys that you're sore as fuck. They're probably not going to care, though. Um, but the... The soreness is not going to get you injured. The the moving differently may. So that's the reason to take it easy. Um, but you can run around or you can do some more of that same body part if you really want to. But anyway, you should be splitting up your workouts. So it's probably not necessary. Um, that's all I've got. Next one, stand-up desks. One of my members said uh, he's getting a stand-up desk. Has anyone had any experience? Up until now, I was just sat there, well, stood there, because that reminded me that stand-up desk is really useful. My back's pretty sore lately. Um, I'm doing a lot of DIY, which is lugging and picking up big heavy shit with terrible form. Please don't come and look at me lifting outside the gym. And it's quite sore lately, and standing up makes your body in line. Um, you're actually using the, your muscles rather than slouching here. I'll put the camera down a bit. You're not hunched forward on a, on a chair like I feel I do. Your hips are straightened out. A lot of um, hip problems for desk-based rugby players are because they are sat in their car or on the train for 30, 40 minutes to get into work. They're sat down. Actually, even without that, they might be working, probably working from home the last year and a half. And you're sat down at a computer for eight hours easily, probably more if you're a busy rugby dad. Um, and then on your spare time, you sit at home. And in your exercising, you're just doing loads of squats and doing loads of lunges and doing loads of running, which is just shortening, shortening, shortening the hip muscle, the hip flexor, sorry. Um, so a stand-up desk would be good to do. Even if your back doesn't hurt, it would be good long-term, long-term thing to get used to. The first, like, morning and maybe afternoon is a slog, like, oh, I'm standing up. But it's... Uh, is better for you long term so I definitely encourage that and I was stood just there up until this video because I just ate and I was feeling pretty tired and I think that's why I'm a bit off the ball right now but now I'm sitting and I'm focused on you guys uh, another one which protein powder is the best it's all the same shit next question no I'm joking um, people get hung up on the first time they're Taking protein, taking protein powder. The first time they use protein powder, thinking it's fucking steroids, and it needs two weeks of research, and you need to contemplate how your body's going to be when you're 50 years old. No, protein powder is just powdered milk, and it's a quick source of protein, easy source of protein. Uh, if you're on my email list, I would have gone into detail a lot. Uh, sorry, I went into a lot of detail on that this morning. If you're not on it then go on my website and sign up or just message me and I'll send you a link because I put some good shit on there every morning, every morning just to make you feel good and give you some tips. Um, it's all the same shit, basically the same shit. Yes, if you buy Maxi Muscle that has been on TV and if you buy some back-end company online that you can't read it because it's in a foreign country, they might have different health and safety procedures and that bit be the tiniest bit more dangerous. But generally, powder for powder, it's all the same shit. Flavors are different, but whatever. Um, I've used my protein since I was 17, 18. It's not 
uh, I don't know if they are the best. They've been the best for me. The support is good. They've got a good variety. Um, I haven't used the supplement in about seven months now. Just trying to get normal food in. But uh, be I used my protein. And I think they're pretty good. Uh, so yeah, if you're wondering about protein powder, oh, and also on my email list, I explained why you might need a protein powder and when you should decide if you do need it. Now, I'm not going to explain that again, but if you want me to, no, if you want me to, just message me and I'll copy and paste the whole email over and it's the best of both worlds. And now, 5-2 diet. Now, I'm going to hold my hands up. I have been wrong. I've been wrong for many, many years um, because I believed the 5-2 diet. Now I knew what the 5-2 diet was. This is just for some days of the week you have less than 500 calories and for the other you'd have whatever you want. Now what I thought it was was five days of under 500 and two days of whatever you want. But I just found out this morning from Neil, I don't know if you're watching this Neil, it's the other way around and it's only two days of less than 500 calories and the rest you eat what you want. It's fucking stupid. Now in this guy's recipe book there was some good recipes and I and I commend that there could be some good recipes in there. But it's even worse than I thought it was. You Just for two days you eat less and that's it. It's fucking useless. Ugh. So you're just on a normal diet, right? They give you a diet plan which is probably reducing your calories, not having fats, not having chocolate and sugar and beer every day. And just to make it a bit more effective, they say, oh, but for two days, you're, uh, you're not going to eat anything. Stupid. Well, if it works, it works for you. But in my opinion, it's just stupid. Just eat healthy the whole way round, and you don't have to be hungry for 48 hours a week. Anyway. Ranted through that quick. Oh, we got a nice comment from Ed. Live comment from Ed. Is it better to do an extended warm-up with DOMS before you start your session? I 100% agree. It could take longer to warm up from the pain. It might take longer to do the reps, uh, but yeah, definitely extended warm up. Let's say you had—I don't know—I don't think you play rugby. I'm going to use the rugby example. Sorry, Ed, because most of these people are playing rugby. Same examples before. If you uh, did a lower body session on Wednesday and you're really sore, rugby training starts at seven. They will give you a warm up, but it's probably not going to be perfect. Uh, it might be five minutes, if that. So I would start at maybe twenty to seven, and do your own stuff um, before. Uh, a lot of moving, a lot of dynamic stuff. Build it up slowly, and that should help get rid of it for the session. Um, Ed, I don't think you play rugby, so uh, used to. Yeah, I know you used to, mate. I know you used to, son. Everyone on my plan used to. Um, but you should be. Oh, you're doing full body stuff. So yeah. Anyway, you're just you'll you'll be fine, mate. You'll be fine. Just crack on, crack on with it. Performance might change a little bit for you. Let's say you did a run on Thursday night, so it might get a bit slower because you felt a bit sore. It will be. It would be fine to uh, to do that. Right, guys. Please let me know if you're watching. If you watched this by now, you're watching it in the future. In the past, you're watching it in the. Hmm. If you're watching this, let's say tomorrow morning, you're watching it from the past. Yeah. So you're watching it in the past. Please comment, replay. Do me a favor. It helps me out to know when people watch it. I recently changed the Monday night to Tuesday morning. Hopefully you guys can be more available for that. And if Thursday afternoon doesn't work, then let me know and I'll do some different times. Hopefully it's useful. This is real qu real questions from my members and not members. Um, and if you have more questions, message me. Hope you have a swell day. Hope you enjoy rugby training if you're going tonight. Hope you enjoy your, 
your workout session if you don't. Cheers for the comment, Ed. Keep them coming. Peace out, boys. Have a good day.